Hello and welcome to The Loudmouth. I'm your host Stuart Simpson and today we're talking opportunity. With me is Liesl McDonald, someone who knows a thing or two about seizing the chances that can come along. Liesl has a unique perspective as someone who has worked internationally on both the client and agency side. Uh, Liesl, thanks for joining us. I know you have an extremely varied CV. Uh, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, maybe just some of the highlights of your career? Hi, Stuart. Thanks again for, for inviting me to be here with you today. Um, like like many careers, if I'm honest, there are highlights and lowlights. So let, let's focus on the highlights then, shall we? Um, yes, please. Although the lowlights can sometimes be where the stories lie. Um, yes, I mean, I've been in the industry for over 30 years. Um, I uh, have worked in London for about 10 years and then for over 20 years I've been in various places um, working across Asia but primarily based in Bangkok which is where I've had my business. I now have my business open here in uh, Scotland in the UK too. Um, We've worked with some great brands and some great people and BT during It's Good to Talk years, Ogilvy, Virgin and as I say um, after you know a great education at Strathclyde have been able to to travel around, work with with some of the best and the brightest, and so just keeping my eyes and my ears open, been able to to learn a lot um, about what in the industry does and, and perhaps doesn't work, um, and uh, hope to share some thoughts on that with you today. Great. So, I mean, let's maybe start with where we are in the current economic climate. Like, where are we with opportunities? Are there are there a lot of opportunities around? Are they something that's scarce at the moment? Or are we just talking different opportunities at the moment? That's a good question. Um, like there always is, there, there are opportunities and there are threats. And I think there are definite um, difficulties at the moment, which revolve around um, the financial markets. Um, they revolve around some of the environmental issues that brands are facing. Um, in the production of their products and services. And the creative industries isn't immune to that either. Um, People trying to be B Corps, be more green about what they do. Um, And there are, you know, lots of other threats in in terms of things like um, wars and culture wars and, and all sorts of critical things that kind of impact people who are in the creative industries in all kinds of different ways. But like most things, where there are threats and things are changing and I guess that would be a key theme at the moment is that things are changing and the pace of change is incredible. There are of course lots of opportunities within that and that's what I'm keen as someone who's spending time back in Scotland after 30 years away to actually help um, businesses in Scotland in the creative industries and beyond to perhaps think about what some of the opportunities might be for them. So let's just let's dive in then. What what do you think some of these opportunities are that are um, uh, with like you say your unique perspective of being away for a while and coming back? Well, I mean, I I think that the the industry in general sometimes thinks of being international as something that's o- an option, and for me, it's not an option. Um, we are international, whether we like it or not. We're all intertwined. Um, whether it's the earth and the the climate uh, change that we're seeing, or whether it's clients who increasingly have a global footprint, um, there are connections that we have to make. And I, I think there's sometimes a little resistance in many industries. And it's, it's great to be proud of what we're doing in Scotland or Britain or regionally, 
but let's be proud globally because ideas are things which travel very well and Scotland's full of ideas and the creative industry is full of such talent. Now, when I talk about opportunities, sometimes people have conversations with me and they say, well, why should I be pitching for international business? Why should I be looking at, at you know, building, um, you know, architects looking at building things abroad? But it, it's actually more subtle than that. It, it's about looking internationally on an individual level, on a business and organization level, on an industry level. So looking at the industry bodies and, and membership organizations, and then also looking at what clearly, you know, government organizations and bodies can do as well to help Scotland have that international look. I'm a huge fan of us exporting our ideas and inventions, but also about our learning from other places uh, about their ideas and inventions. Because why would you want to go up a learning curve every single time when there are things happening? People are solving all sorts of problems and coming up with all sorts of creative ideas globally. We are completely attached. And to use, without wanting to delve into them, because it's not really my wheelhouse, but if you take things like AI, um, you know, and, and how people are talking about what that means, that's not something that's happening on a local basis. It's happening on a global basis. If you look at things like data and what Apple's been doing recently and, and you know, Meta, various other companies have been doing around the ideas of data, et cetera. That's something that the industry needs to look at on a global basis because that's not a local problem or a local opportunity. It affects everybody. Yeah. Do you think there's perhaps a bit too much of Scotland expecting the international world to come to us rather than us going to them? I know, you know Scotland's a, a really popular filming location for a lot of uh, countries. And if we're talking media, like um, Bollywood especially loves shooting in Glasgow golf courses. I'm 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 not sure, you know. I I come to this from the outside. I always see that I'm a kind of a, um, I I look at the industry as a sort of, um, passionate and and intimately sort of a, a knowledgeable out, outsider to the industry because because I'm not based here usually. Um, I think there's a, there's a mix of things, and I would really like to encourage people in the creative industries here to think about themselves as globally minded localists. And that's a phrase in a book called Beyond Digital by uh, some great writers who, who write about the digital future. And it's about, can you lead a, a team which has global capacity? Now that can be whether you're a sole operator and you're looking to, to understand the world better or whether you're looking at, you know, whether you're part of a, a bigger group which is international and you're dealing with international clients. There are some industries in Scotland which seem to do this well, although I do worry sometimes that we stray into the cliche of, uh, you mentioned golf courses, you know, it's the golf, whiskey and tourism. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, those brands are doing excellent work. I mean, the work that's done on tourism in Scotland is without a doubt outstanding. But I would like to be provocative in a helpful way and suggest to people, if you think you're world class, how do you know if you're not engaging with the world? How do you know what world class looks like unless you understand the rest of the world? Unless you're looking beyond our borders at what's out there? Um, how are you benchmarking yourself? And what could you possibly share? And what can you possibly learn? So what kind of are, are the best ways that we can start going down this road of sort of looking more internationally? Um, do you have any, any thoughts about 
where, where we can start. I, I do, and it's probably not maybe the answer you're expecting, but let me offer it to you anyway. Uh, it, it's not, as I say, it's not suddenly jumping on a plane and going and trying to win new business abroad. It's something you do on a personal, on a company, on, a, on an industry um, membership organization or professional organization basis. And it's something that, for example, I'm a global Scot and I'm, I'm always advocating on behalf of the creative industries as a global Scot because people seem very keen on exporting Scottish engineering and tech, but there's often less focus on the creative industries. And the creative industries, as we know, are such a, a wide, you know, something from computer games to architects to crafts to to radio and TV, advertising and media. It, it, it's a very broad um, camp that we have there. So it's not something that anybody's going to do for you, but think about it as concentric circles. So if you think about what are you doing to make sure that you truly have a, a global mindset and then about your, your, your team, your organisation. Now, young people are very interested in a lot of issues that are global. Um, they're interested in tech, they're interested in the environment, they're interested in responsible consumption, the, the, there's a different attitudes to work. By making sure that you as an organization in the creative industries are set up to attract the best young talent, you need to do two things. First of all, you need to make sure that they're exposed to new and different things. And secondly, you need to make money because if you're not making money, you're not going to be bringing talent into the industry. And in the past, you know, when you were talking about international or, or global people, there, there was very much a, a hierarchy. And I know the industry has talked a lot about diversity and inclusion. How do you bring people in who are not from middle class backgrounds? How do you bring people in from different backgrounds? Um, and I know Ian Greenhill talks a lot about this um, at Studio Something. You know, how do you bring people in from from disadvantaged backgrounds into the industry? Um, and if you are successful and you're able to bring people from different backgrounds into the industry, you bring different perspectives and you allow these people to have that exposure to local clients, potentially other types of clients, get them learning it can be book learning it can be studying it can be exchange programs it can be mentoring you know there are lots of different tools and techniques that you can use to help people broaden their perspective and their frame of reference the creative industries should be the most curious of all of the industries so if people are not interested about what is the latest things that's happening gaming in India? What is the latest thing that's happening in Argentina with architecture? What's happening in Tokyo with media planning and buying? If you're not curious about that, then you're in the wrong industry <laughs> because we should be curious about what is out there in the world. So it's not simply about getting on a plane and, and, and traveling places and pitching and, and, and taking briefs, etc. There's more you can do to just broaden your perspective, be ready for opportunities when they come and not just look at what's here. So instead of just looking at having mentors from this country, why not have a mentor from another country? Instead of looking at all the industries, you know, there's, there's creative um, Scotland, there's, there's lots of creative um, groups, there's the IPA, there's 
the advertising association, there's the marketing site, there's lots and lots of groups here. Have you ever thought about contacting those groups in another side of the world and, and looking at what they're doing? So find your tribe. I, I, I'm against tribalism where we just think that we're a wee clique and we can look at ourselves and congratulate ourselves and pat ourselves on the back. And it's good because there's lots of good things we should pat ourselves on the back. But the story doesn't end there, does it? What we should be doing is finding our tribe, our group of people globally, people who have the same values, the same thinking, who are involved in the same creative processes, ideas, production, technical things. Those kind of people exist everywhere. And we can actually nurture each other by having those connections. If you're doing that early on, then the global opportunities will come. If you're starting to think about it, oh no, there's a pitch, there's a brief arrived in our desk and it's for five different locations globally. What are we going to do? We, quick, we have to learn about Bolivia. Get a book, you know, Google, Google Bolivia and let's see what it says. Too late, mate. You should be expanding your mindset, thinking, making connections and just preparing yourself for the right global opportunities for you. You don't have to be uh, global in what you're doing with your business, but if your mindset isn't you're going to be in trouble and you're definitely missing you're missing money that's on the table that you could be getting and, and, and expanding your business and expanding opportunities for people in Scotland contributes a lot to the Scottish economy. Yeah, it sounds like um, you place a lot of value in um, networks and sort of global networks. Local networks are, as you say, there's plenty of them uh, around, but I think there is a harder aspect in trying to, to step on this... Um, global networks idea. Is there an obvious place for uh, our creative agencies to start then on these international? Is it better to try and pick a country almost and try and, like you say, make contacts there? Or is there is there a better way to go about that? I think there are there are many ways people can um, can come to it. And there's no white right answer. It really has to be something that you choose. Um, so it can be I mean, we're all very interconnected, so it's really easy to jump on a on a, to listen to a podcast, for example. Yes, <laughs> it's really in. You know, you can always sign up to um, webinars. You can sign up to lots of different things, and expand your thinking. Just listen to lots of different things, and then make connections with people and other agencies, or architects, or writers, or you know, playwrights. You can do it that way. Um, there's also in-person events where you have people from, you know, for example, book festivals, etc., where people come and you can be interacting with people in that way. Um, some people are lucky enough to belong to larger organisations where they have the opportunity to travel. So they have the opportunity to travel to other countries and other offices and work in there. Um, that has its advantages, but it's also sometimes you're only exposed to people who are in that same corporate culture so you might not have as broad an experience but who among us has never gone on holiday and come back and felt inspired by something we've seen or heard or or met so you know th there's always something that stimulates us when we travel either physically or within our mind if if you think about uh what we talk a lot about narratives and storytelling in the industry and then there's the old chestnut where people say there are only two stories one is a stranger comes to town 
and the other one is somebody goes on a journey. Hello, both of those are about connecting with people from other places. And um, I just, I think it's one of the most um, stimulating, it, it, there's a creative argument for it. It's, it. It stimulates you, you know, go and look at what's happening in other countries. Don't just read case studies from the UK and North America. Try and find case studies from other places. Try and make friends with people from other places. Uh, try and get get exposure to new and stimulating things. It will definitely make you better creatively. There's a there's a, there's a cultural element to it, and then there's a commercial element to it. In in Scotland, I think for every one pound spent in in um, the advertising industry, it generates five pounds to um, the economy. And there's lots of stat. You know how it's eight point eight billion pounds worth to the to the economy here we employ you know how many 70 plus thousand people um in the creative industries it, it it it's it's substantial and i would love to see the creative industries punch at the weight i feel it could punch at and not continually be an afterthought to um tech engineering. engineering all that sort of stuff um because we're good at those things you know finance all the old traditional stereotypes Scotland also has a reputation for ideas and thinking and creativity, and I'm—I don't think we shout loud enough about it, and um, and we we should a little bit more and think about how we do that in a thoughtful way, which is is going to help improve the opportunities for the next generation of creatives here in Scotland. What about mentoring? Can that work internationally? How could you find someone? You can find people quite easily on LinkedIn. You can find people in sort of reciprocal organizations abroad, you know, professional organizations. So, you know, architects, um, uh, artists, writers, uh, media people will belong to professional organizations, which will have the equivalent in other countries. And I think a really good way of approaching the mentor thing is to think about what you're offering the mentor as well, especially if they're doing it for free. Um, when you mentor for free, you're really doing it because you want to pass something on that you feel that you've learned that can be of use. But I know from being a mentor that I learn immense amounts from the people that I mentor and it's a two-way street. So if you're looking to engage with somebody that you, you admire or you, has something that you feel you can learn, then sell your need to them and explain to them what you think it is that that you're doing that might be of into you know of in of interest to them. Um, it's a reciprocal thing. It really is that you you both definitely get something out of that. And so think about it in those terms. Yeah, it's funny. I I always think you know I'm one of those people that firmly believes you know that travel broadens the mind thing. But I never considered applying it to a business context. It's always just like yeah holiday and you know my personal life. Yes, travel's great. I learn visit all these cultures. But yeah. Applying it to what we do is uh, something. Yeah, I'd never really, uh, I'd never really connected the two before. Yeah, it's a it's a great way to enrich your life personally and also professionally. And you don't have to physically go there. All you just have to do is to continually be curious. Thanks very much, Liesl. If people want to talk to you more about this topic or other topics, where can they find you? They can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on there. Hit me up on LinkedIn if you'd like to find out more, talk more about this or other 
interesting, oddly shaped marketing problems. That's where I am. Thanks very much for listening to The Loudmouth. If you've enjoyed this episode, then why not subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or the podcasting app of your choice. You can find out more about us on the web at loudmouthfilms.com, and you can find us on Instagram at We Are Loudmouth. We'll be back next month with another dose of creativity. Creativity.